Let's dive into some Sydney form talk. Pretty sure the team is online to uh, to get stuck in. Ron, welcome back. I suppose this time of year, back into the spring, but maybe some horses filtering through now that yeah, good summer racing coming up and some other targets for these horses away from the carnival. Yep, it's non-stop, Richard. Uh, obviously, Newcastle, Kembla, and we we move on. We we got the Ingham coming up, two million. So it's it's non-stop leading in. Probably a little bit of a month's rest over the Magic Millions Carnival, and then we're straight back into it again. You're not wrong. Um, and that, those rides today for Karen, uh, Black Duke, Reboville, Broken Arrows, Mexico, Night of Romance, New Mandate, and Starman. They're all needing new jockeys. Okay, we'll bring them to you as they filter through right throughout the morning. I suppose a man uh, like you, Rod, and Munns has one less shadow to worry about. The golden path might have come to a close, but he's no less busy. I speak of Brad Gray. <laughs> Hello, Brad. <laughs> yeah, good morning, guys. You're right. It'll come around before we know it again. The golden path will be kicking off as we look towards the golden slipper. But curious little meeting today, isn't it? I know this, um, it's a, a new, the first running of the big dance today, and we've got, what, 11 runners left. But you look at the form, and they come from all over the place. So I guess it's had the desired effect. You've got Epsom form, Cox Blake, Turak. Sale Cup, uh, a couple of imports, Turnbull, Big Dance, it just goes on and on and on. So I guess a lack of speed in the race maybe is the issue for some of these horses that will get back in the run. But nonetheless, good day's racing, good track, and I expect it to play pretty fairly today, Rose Hill. And hopefully the punters get involved on the good four surface. We'll find out how business has been during the week and this morning with Glenn Munsey. G'day, Muns. Yes, good morning to you, Richard. Good morning to Brad. Good morning to Ronnie and all the listeners. Yes, uh, for those people that, um, you know, have been watching the Golden Path. What a great show it is. Um, you know, they would have jagged the trifecta and the, the, the Golden Eagle last week. We, we started the, our last show with with uh, telling everyone that we did find the, the try in our picks. Uh, only paid 1400 and something, Richard, you know, but uh, when it, not us to sort of pump our tyres up or anything like that. Well, I'm asking listeners to pump their tyres up this morning, so I suppose you can too. Well, you know, it's not often, Richard. You know, you throw enough lead in the air, eventually you've got to hit something. <laughs> How are you anyway? Everything, Mate, I'm everything great. good? Great. You know, it, it, it's amazing this time of year when you get some good weather, you're coming off wet tracks all the way through winter, and you get a spring in your step to actually go to the races. Uh, when You know, we've got great racing. We've had, you know, great racing over the, over the Everest Carnival, the last day of the Everest Carnival. But I'm actually looking forward to getting to Newcastle next week for the Hunter. And then the week after to Kembla for the gong because it's a little bit more relaxed and those people that, um, you know, look forward to the better quality horses racing on their tracks at Broadmeadow and Kembla. They'll get their chance and hopefully uh, weather's fine for both uh, uh, Chris Nation and Dave down there at Kembla and they can prepare uh, those tracks the way they'd like for the big meetings. Let's uh, try and find some winners here. Ten races uh, at Rose Hill Gardens. We start with the Midway and Munn's first race of the day, the Midway, a benchmark 72, 1,300 metres, race one at 25 minutes past midday. Yeah, we kick off here with more Sundays at $16. Astero is a $6 chance. New Tycoon at $51. Black Duke looking for a new rider. So, Ryan, start looking at the pool. Get your riders onto some uh, riders here up there in God's country. Uh, blinkers on, pacifiers on, and the visor off at $13. Damaged is a $13 chance. Danish Prince at $7. Media Starguest at $17. Either or, $4.80 makes it favourite. 
in a wider betting race here. Verbeck at 5.50. I see things at 8.50. And Cool Lad at $7.50. Our most popular runner here is either or. Albeit it's 4.60 out to 4.80 since Wednesday. And that 4.80, I think it may have been 4.80 on Wednesday after going up 4.60 earlier in the day. And has held its spot there all the way through. A second pick would be Verbeck. As, as as much as six fifty, bet about it now five fifty. Third pick would be uh, well a matter of twenty five dollars more on a Stero than there is on Damaged, and the next pick is more Sundays. Uh, if you have a wager in the first here via your tab account on the tab app or tab.com.au fixed odds, your first bet win only, and your horse does not win, you'll qualify for a bonus bet of up to twenty five dollars. All right, speed in the race. I don't think there's a designated leader here, guys, or at least on an out-and-out leader. Uh, I'm looking at maybe either or heading forward. Could maybe Danish Prince go forward? Uh, He's on the backup, coming back from the 1,500 metres to 1,300 metres. Maybe going forward can offset that to some extent. Astero won't be far away. Verbeck can be closer from the inside gate, and New Tycoon can be prominent here. But as far as a leader, I don't think there is a designated one here, though. Yeah, I still think they roll along because he's a pretty fit horse uh, either or and he's the 1300. So I think he rolls and tries to get him off the bit. I I was very keen here on Astero. Um, I thought he did more than enough with improvement to come there first up. Would have loved to... Um, left a bit flat with Matty this morning. Uh, like a lot of his horses at odds today. But uh, he seems to think he's going to be fitter again for the run. But I still think he's good enough to get over him. Um, so... I'm tipping him and backing him to beat either or who's just your, your tried and proven midway performer who makes his own luck and, um, yeah, he handles it all types of conditions and he will give himself every opportunity here. Black Duke's the one that, yeah, it was a total forgive there the other day. They, they dragged him back from that in a slowly run race, um, and he just, he just nothing went right for him. So he's going better than that. And Cool Lad's the other one. He's very fit now. And back in distance was probably against him there at Newcastle with the big weight. And he could, he's very fit and could improve. Two, eight, four, and one. Same top three for me here. I've gone two, eight, four, and ten. I've got two Astero on top as well. I was also left a little bit flat after Manny Smith's comments this morning. <laughs> Maybe he's just trying to protect his price there. I don't know. But Astero, he does look well placed, doesn't he? You'd think he can only improve uh, on what he did there first up uh, he was probably entitled to just knock up a touch and he was working to the line okay so he's been racing really well for a long time without reward maybe he gets it today it has been 76 weeks since he last won eight either or uh, really consistent at this level uh, she can only run well again particularly if she gets on speed favors four black duke is in the mix uh, the blinkers go back on uh, his best is certainly good enough a little bit hard to catch but i do like the firm deck for him and 10 IC things bring that same form line as a Stero and either or. 2, 8, 4 and 10. Darren Flindell, he'll be joining us uh, with Behind the Gates after 10 o'clock, but he also has some numbers to, to give us here. And uh, he's with number 10 in the first. I see things. 10 to beat 8, either or. 6, Danish Prince and 9, Verbeck. 10, 8, 6 and 9 for Darren in race 1. Race 2 this afternoon, Munns, is our Tab Highway. And this week, a Class 3 at the 1,400 metres. Yeah, and highly unusual for a Tab Highway. We've actually got a short price favourite. And we'll short for highways anyway. We'll 
start with two the nines for the highway winning combination of Amy McLucas and Tash Burley. It's a $7.50 chance. James Barry, one of a number of runners for James Ponsonby at $41. Cabino uh, with the blinkers on, the tongue tie on and the winkers off at $101. Lockdown Gamble is a $19 chance. Sir Ravenelli for Terry Evans, $3 and favourite on the backup. Zadig at $19. Face Mask at $81. Brazen Impact at $8.50. Super Extreme at $8.50. Dark Satin, the earmuffs pre-race and the blinkers come off at $41. Hard to Dismiss is a $19 chance. Dan's Adele at $41. King's Trust is not there. We'll have to put the flags at half-mast. Would have been his 29th go on a highway or something. Three cents a win and four cents a place. Royal Charge is an $11 chance. Four Egos is out, no deduction. Reboville at $26. Cubic Zirconia at $10. Matherin, Rachel King, your rider there for Mick Travers. And it's a $16 chance and scratch the remaining runners there. No deductions taken for them. Once again, that bonus bet situation uh, is available to you in race two here. Your first bet win only via your account on the tab app or tab.com.au. Your horse loses a bonus bet of up to $25. Our most popular runner here is Sir Ravenelli. 330, 320. Got into a shortest 290 earlier this morning and is back out to a $3 chance now. Has three times the money on Royal Charge, who has sat there $11 since Wednesday. And they are clearly ahead of the rest of the field here. In fact, uh, you've got to go, um, well, double the amount of money from Royal Charge to the next runner, which is to the nines, and Brazen Impact would be fourth pick. Where do you want to see Sir Ravenelli in the run, Brad? Just in behind the speed. It'd be lovely here, Hainsey, because I don't think there's a stack of it, dare I suggest. <clears throat> I know we're talking about a highway here, but maybe a fresh James Barry. Four weeks between runs, back to 1,400 metres, can roll forward. You've got Cubic Zirconia thereabouts, Lockdown Gamble, Ruboville, and then hopefully, uh, for the punters that are on this favourite, Sir Ravenelli, he can just maybe sit in that third running line, Duff. Yeah, I think that's all he has to do. I think he just has to find a position in run here and do every, and execute things well to prove very, very hard to beat. You know, we know he's a tried and true uh, highway performer. Uh, he was, you know, he was five weeks or so between runs last time. And uh, look, 1400, I think he should be okay the way he hit the line okay. And I think he'd be very hard to beat. If this horse has any luck at all, from barrier whatever uh, to the nines uh, he's got a terrific um, chance he, he he was very good there first up at Canberra the last time this horse was on a good track he, he was nosed out in one of those country championship heats by Tester's horse silence and and that was on a good four so that's the last time he's been on a good track so give him any cover at all in this race and he's a massive threat to this favourite uh, brazen impact Nothing went right for him down the straight last week and with no room to move, and he's definitely ready for this distance now. And Lockdown Gamble. Now, it just looks like it was his track work uh, running in a 1,000-metre race last week uh, at Dubbo to come straight to 1,400 on a backup here, and he has got style and, and, and can put himself into a position and give himself every opportunity. So he's, a, he's probably the best of the long shots. Five, one, eight, and four.
I tend to agree with that sentiment around lockdown Gamble. He's got some good form through those country championship heats as well. I've got him third pick. I've got five Sir Ravenelli on top, a favourite in a highway. What could possibly go wrong? But <laughs> Sir Ravenelli, um, he's, he is a work in progress, isn't he? He's still got the old plates on. So the fact that he's still finding himself in finishes, I think that bodes really well for his future. I like the stretch out of the 1,400 metres. I don't think that'll be an issue. Eight brazen impact coming through that same reference. Uh, he was sent around big odds in that same highway. Didn't get any room. The barrier looks a little bit tricky, uh, but he does deserve his place in the market. Lockdown gamble for the reasons that Duff did mention. And 17 cubic zirconia. I think he's much better placed back on top of the ground. You go back two starts ago, Tamworth, 1,400 metres, good track, straight to the front, and he absolutely belted them. So if he finds that kind of form, yeah, he's in the finish. 5, 8, 4, and 17. Okay, Darren, uh, Darren Flindell's numbers in race two, the highway today. And Darren has gone... The way of number five, Sir Ravenelli, to beat eight, Brazen Impact, 17 cubic zirconium for third, and one to the nines. Five, eight, 17, one for Darren in race two. Working our way through five Diamonds Day uh, preview this morning, and uh, the Stayers get their chance in Munns in race number three. The Shandon Handicap, a benchmark 78 over the 2,400 metres. Yeah, we start with King's Charisma for the Melbourne Cup winning organisation, Australian Bloodstock, and it's a $14 chance. Our candidate, another Australian Bloodstock runner there at $6. King Frankel is our favourite at $2.60. Main stage out, $0.03 cents a win and $0.03 cents a place. Brown Thomas out, no deduction. Pale King, one of a dozen horses backing up from last Saturday, and you can throw in a couple that are backing up from Tuesday today. Don't often see that at $3.60. We've got Skymax out, no deduction. Suppression at $17. Essential Sky looking for three in a row at $4.60. And Sound of Cannons is a $23 chance. Well, this is a new market put up uh, this morning. Uh, Essential Sky already 5 into 460 from that market this morning. Uh, Pale King 350 out to 360. King Frankel stays steady. Back to the old market there, and King Frankel was the most popular runner. In fact, had double the investment on any other runner. Suppression was actually second pick in the old market ahead of Essential Sky. We'll have to be with Essential Sky, won't we, here, Brad, our midweek superstar of recent times. Is it going to be wet enough for the grey? I don't know. I'm a bit nervous about the setup here, but speed-wise, you've got King Frankel. Uh, He looks your leader. Uh, You've got Pale King has got enough speed to to probably sit on its shoulder. And then our candidate um, is pretty versatile, the old boy, and I would have thought in a race that probably lacks a bit of pressure now that Main Stage and Skymax have come out. Uh, Maybe they roll forward with him here, Duff. Uh, well, life has become so much easier for these two favourites with the scratchings. There's no doubt about it. I'm a, <clears throat> I like uh, King Frankel. I think I, I think he's a nice horse in the making. He's, I know he's way up in class now, but he's got good style. He's got substance, and I think he should eat up this distance. So I think he takes control. He, he quickens at the 1,000. His greatest asset is his staying prowess, I think, and maybe he, his best opportunity would he be to get Pale King off the bit coming to the turn. Pale King is his danger. He showed his real form when he found that dry track there last time. Uh, Suppression adds interest. He's done zero in three runs back, but last time at the the Rose Hill 2400, he was very good winning. So I think you'll see dramatic improvement from him today. And I thought there was just an inkling that um, Sound of Cannons might be ready to find some form um, with a with a twenty four hundred meter lead up under his belt. Three, six, eight, and ten. 
I've gone three, six, nine, and two. They do look the two here, don't they? King Frankel and six Pale King. They're both dry trackers and they both get control up in front, so they should fight it out. King Frankel probably has more upside, I guess that's fair to say, but Pale King was very good there last start, just relishing uh, getting back into a firmer surface. So I'm keen to see him out to the 2400 metres on a dry deck today. The same can't be said for Essential Sky. It's probably limited information in terms of declaring her a dead set wet tracker, but. Yeah, that is in the back of my mind how flattered she has been uh, on these wetter services, but she'll get her chance to prove herself today on top of the ground. And two, our candidate. He's got that winning feeling back. The old boy, doesn't he? Winning two of his past four. Three, six, nine and two. Okay, looking at Darren's numbers here for the stayers in race number three today. And uh, Darren Flindell is happy to be with number nine, Essential Sky. Darren to beat number six, Pale King, three, King Frankel. And two, our candidate, nine, six. Three and two for Darren in race number three. We stay with the benchmark races through to race number four here, Munns. And this is the key clean handicap. And we'll have a benchmark 78 getting up over the 1,800 metres. Yes, and we've got Mayfair Spirit here, our toppy at $11. Greek Hero is at 14 Omudji at $19. Walinga Ruffio at $3.30. Colour Sergeant at $9.50 chance. Tony B is out. Seven cents a win and eight cents a place. Our favourite is Naval Seal at $2.30. Syndicato out, seven cents a win and eight cents a place. Just a Jedi is an $8 chance. Travelling Kate outrun at Hawkesbury on Thursday, five cents a win and six cents a place. And Bahumats is at $34. Well, punters believe that Naval Seal, who's raced Willinga Ruffio twice so far and finished in front of it both times, can do it again today. Best supported runner by far here. Even this morning, $2.40 into $2.30 has eight times the amount of money on its nearest rival, which is just a Jedi on the backup from last Saturday, coming back in distance again. And third pick would be Willinga Ruffio. Uh, well, Linga Rufio, I suppose, on the racing and sports speed map. Our central viewers can see that, Brad, but he's locked to get out there and bowl along. He does, but who's going to keep him company here? Uh, Travelling Kate obviously ran yesterday just to Jedi. They've been riding him a little bit more conservatively recently and letting him hit the line. Maybe that just opens the door for Willie Pike to come across and sit outside of Willinga Rufio here, Duff. I think he has to. Um, I, I think he has to. He's got a sticky draw there of seven and sort of a few negative horses underneath him. So I think he strides forward and tries to find the rail behind the leader. Um, if it's not a leader's paradise, I think he's the better of the day. Um, I just think there was so much improvement to come from his first up run. He presents beautifully here, second up, and I think he'll just about win it. Look, I'm respecting Willinga Ruffio. He's just work in progress. He's a bit of a dumb. He's a bit dumb. He, he's just got <laughs> le- he, to learn to conserve as something you know he, he's all action but i just think the other horse stalks him and beats him today color sergeant's a big improver um now he's third up barrier one no pressure on him and he's a better horse on the dry i'm, I'm, I'm convinced of that uh and best of the rest i thought was just a jedi he He's racing consistently. He had no luck at all down the straight last start, and he should run very, very well again. But keen on seven, seven, four, five, and nine. I'm sticking with my old mate here, Willinga Rufio. I know I've been with him a few times, uh, but anyway, we'll give him one more shout because I think he's had excuses at his past two. Well, certainly he did two starts ago where he got carved up in front behind the likes of White Mullen and Manzois. But even at Randwick last start, he just did a little bit too much early. So. 
It's going to be one or loss for him in the first couple of hundred metres, but if Tyler Schiller, who knows the horse really well, just gets him into a rhythm in that first couple of hundred metres, he's going to take running down. No doubt the World Naval Seal is the danger. He has had the wood on him in the past. Nine, just a Jedi. I've found a spot for him too. Uh, he's racing really consistently. Comes off a luckless performance here last time out. He has raced really well on the backup before. And the underrated Greek hero. I know he um, only won narrowly there at Tari last start as an odds-on favourite, but he did it with 62.5 and, and he was always in control. Four, seven, nine and two. How are we approaching this track today? Are we approaching it uh, like it was just brilliant last uh, uh, last week? And, or um, do we approach it like we have the last 10 years where it's very hard to muck around <laughs> down the middle? <laughs> I think it's going to play pretty fairly. Um, yeah, obviously, it's Rose Hill and Rose Hill f- firm. You don't want to be giving away three lengths and spinning wide. But no, I think you get your chance if you're good enough, surely. Okay. Uh, Darren Flindell, he, uh, he's going to throw his numbers up there. Uh, for race number four on the day, and he's with number seven, Naval Seal, his best bet of the day, to beat four, Willinga Rufio, one, Mayfair Spirit, and three, Omudgy. Seven, four, one, and three, seven, a good thing for Darren in the fourth race on the day. On to race five at Rose Hill Gardens. We go now. This is the Furphy Handicap Gents, a benchmark 78 at the 1,200 metres. Yeah, well, they've owned the number one saddlecloth today, Australian Bloodstock. They've got another one here in Ventura Ocean at $14. Fox Fighter at $3.60. Bend the Knee, uh, back as a gelding today at $8.50. So am I at $9. Devil's Throat is a $3.80 chance. Then we go to Kobe Rocks at $8.50. Per and away is out, 14 cents a win and 12 cents a place. Broken Arrows at $14. He's a hot shot at 9 Toretto at $19. And Ruben Blur is a $34 chance. Uh, one of the quieter betting races of the day here. Most popular runner is Fox Fighter. Um, he is... Well, three times the amount of money on Fox Fighter than its nearest rival, which is he's a hot shot who's got a trim 10 into 9 this morning. Third pick is the Toppy in Venture Ocean, who's been 15 into 14 this morning. And then not a great deal between Devil's Throat, Kobe Rocks and a couple of others. Much happening here tempo-wise, Brad. No, I'd be interested to see if Duff read it the same way as me, but I've got he's a hot shot going forward and potentially getting control. Kobe Rocks is thereabouts, and I think drawn barrier one and four, there's every chance that they find their spots pretty quickly here, Duff. Yeah, look, um, I must say I did the form with Perinaway um, being part of that um, on-speed position as well, and I think, what else did I have there? I was dreaming up maybe uh, the devil's throat's got a, a bit of thinking to do from out there, and um, it's just taking a bit of sting out of it for Fox Fighter. Uh, so, yeah, I had the two stable mates rolling forward, which is always dangerous of uh, uh, slowing up and running cover. So I'm left with Fox Fighter just through his consistency this preparation. He's been very good, but he's been very good in fast races. Uh, so that is a concern for me. Um, maybe so am I. I think that... He looks really trained up to run well, this horse. He's won two trials. Oh, he won the latest trial, given a nice hit out. He's won twice fresh. I, I think he's set up to run really, really well uh, back with David Pfeiffer here today. Kobe Rocks, I know he hasn't raced in nearly a year, but his two trial wins are very nice. He's obviously had issues, but uh, he looks to be going well. And I'll throw in... Uh, uh, sorry, it should be nine there. That's my fault. Nine, um, uh, he's a hot shot. 
he is ready to go from an inside draw with the claim and certainly bears respects. I'm two, four, six and nine. Yeah, I'm going with his hot shot. I just think he sets up beautifully here. Uh, arguably gets control in front. He's a dead set dry tracker. He won't know himself uh, with what, 54 kilos on his back after the claim of Tyler Schiller. I know he hasn't won first up in the past, but he's run some pretty handy races. He has run three seconds from his seven fresh attempts. So don't hold that against him. Two quiet trials without the shades on. Yeah, I think he's ready to do something. Four, so am I. Uh, I love the way that he trialled at Warwick Farm. That says to me that he's nice and sharp and, and ready to go where he does rock up. Now, he was scratched from a 1,000 metre race last week with the preference of 1,200 metres. Respect that. 1,200 metres may be a little query for Fox Fighter. That said, this isn't going to be a testing 1,200 metres. It could very much be a sit sprint, and we know he's got a devastating turn of foot. And three, bend the knee. Uh, I've got in as the best of the rest. He does resume a gelding. Nine, four, two, and three. Okay, numbers for Darren Flindell here in uh, this fifth race of the day. Uh, and Darren's with number four, So Am I, to beat six Kobe Rocks, eight Broken Arrows, and one Ventura Ocean. Four, six, eight, and one for Darren in race number five. That takes us along uh, to our feature race on the one of our features of the day here, the Golden Gift, and a well, million dollars up for grabs here with the two-year-olds. Race one last year by Sir Jardin, Sneaky Five the year before, and Dame Gazelle for the inaugural running here, Muns. And, well, the Golden Gift, such an important race all of a sudden for these babies. Yes, and if you would have watched the Golden Path on Thursday night, you would have got a runner-by-runner runner analysis, the only one you would have got on the Golden Gift, and it didn't do us any good, Brad, because we still couldn't work it out, could we? <laughs> no, well, we weren't <laughs> until after the race, but anyway. Oh, no, no, okay. Righto, let's have a look at the market here for the Golden Gift. It's a wide betting race. It's $5 the field, and starting with Barber at $5, an equal favourite. Coincide with the earmuffs pre-race and a stallion chain at $6. Disneck, or Disneck, Rick, as he's called, is a $6 chance. Flying Trapeze at $26. Get Along with the blinkers on at $26. Kin Tire with the blinkers off at $71. Mexico. Visor on and the blinkers come off. Tyler Schiller, your rider there, at $19. Misty Legend, Willie Pike, the rider, at $14. Razors is with winkers on at $14. Speedster, winkers on at $151. Charmstone is out, no deduction. Infatuation, a $10 chance. Line of Law is out, no deduction. Shine Your Light at $19. Summer Loving at $5, an equal favourite. Maharaba, or oh sorry, Mahaba at $16, and Mojave Desert is a scratching no deduction. Uh, most popular runner here by $300 is Summer Loving. Uh, $4.60 out to $5 this morning so far. As much as 11 in the all-in. Actually went up equal favourite being an emergency, which is not, you don't see that every day of the week. But uh, 4.40 uh, was made outright favourite when it came into the field of the scratching with Charmstone. As short as 4.60, but now out to 5. Second pick is Infatuation. As much as 11, as short as 9.50 already today. Back to $10. Third pick is Razors. Who got a trim this morning? 16, now 14, and Barber is uh, 
it was uh, got a trim as well. 5.50, now 5 in the last 24 hours. I suppose, uh, Brad, as Hugh Bowman alluded to before, different kind of pressure he's expecting in a race like this. Yeah, it is. The Kirkham was pretty slowly run, wasn't it, uh, when it was all said and done? I don't think that'll be the case here because you've got a few speedsters drawn wide. Coincides out there, listening to Hugh this morning, uh, he's going to ride his luck and potentially tag Coincide across. Flying Trapeze has drawn even wider again. I think he's a bit of a speed horse, summer-loving. Showed toe in its trial with Gabe Wardhouse and Adrian Bott. Mahaba, now it's in the field, and even Get Along uh, from Barrier 1 showed good speed in that Kirkham. So there'll be no mucking around in the early stages. No, I wouldn't think so, and the Get Along's got the blinkers on too. So, oh, this is a, this is a, a dart job, isn't it? I'm, I'm, I, my eyes are for razors. Um, just out of that lead-up, he, he just had only that one soft trial going into that race. He, he floated, 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 and... I thought he was excellent, and I think he, he was the one I said, he's the one that's going to, you know, find maybe find three lengths off that, and I think the winkers will straighten him up a little bit here. So I'm expecting a big finish from him. And at $14, I'm just going to have a throw at the stumps there. Disney, um I liked what he did. Uh, he just finished it off really good in the winning that trial and uh, rounding them up. Uh, inside draw and speed. I would have liked a bigger push from Bjorn this morning. He was more swaying body language to infatuation. But, uh, yeah, I'll leave him there. 15 Summer Loving. Um, she was stylish in a trial. And Gabe Waters, Gorderhouse has come out and said he's, she's the best two-year-old I've had since Piero. Wow, we come on. Um, she has said that before and, and be right. So... Mahaba did run faster time than her in the trial. I know she was more stylish, but the clock says Mahaba went better as far as times are concerned. But I'll put her in on the boom and the speed and the style that she's got. And Barber has to go in because he had plenty of upside going into that race as well. Uh, but a lot, this is a whole different race altogether. The one I've left out that I'm wary of is Misty Legend. 9-3, and 1. Yeah, and just on Mahaba, he's not in my numbers, but I can make a case for him at big odds. And I just noticed in the past couple of minutes, 19 into $6. So obviously someone out there is a, is a bit of a fan of him. And you don't often see David Payne train two-year-olds win both of their heats. So half to unencumbered. Yeah, if you're looking for a roughie in the race, he might be one to keep in mind. But I've gone 2, 14, 3 and 1. I've got two coincide on top. Bit of a sticky gate, but he can offset that. Uh, he's got good tactical speed. We saw that in the Kirkham first up. And I think he maps to turn the tables on Barber, who just camped on his back there in the Kirkham. So he's on top. 14, shine your light. Uh, if these leaders overdo it and Reese Jones can just navigate a path from that low draw, uh, she's going to be charging late. Three, Disneck, like the way that he's trolled. And one, Barber. He is still in my numbers, uh, but it's going to need another fangirl-esque ride from Hugh Bowman today. Two, 14, three and one. Okay, some race, uh, the golden gift. Um, a million dollars up for grabs, so it should be. Darren Flindell's numbers for the two-year-olds, number 15, Summer Loving, to beat 14, Shine Your Light, 1, Barber, and 16, Mahaba. 15, 14, 1, and 16 for Darren in race number six, the Golden Gift at Rose Hill Gardens today. And race number seven at 10 past four will be the Precise Air Hot Danish Stakes. What a mare she was, Munns. Group two for the girls, set weights here over the 1,400 metres. Yes, let's go to have a look at this uh, seventh event where we start with Electric Girl, who won this race last year at uh, $2.40. And uh, 
Come on, Larry, don't be flicking on and off. Righto. Uh, Expat is out. Six cents a win and seven cents a place. Jamea is a $13 chance. Lavish Girl at $7. Night of Romance uh, by Night of Thunder. Uh, it's a $12 chance. Charlize, now she's in foal and a $41 chance. Cliff's Art at $21. She's the gift with a cross noseband on at... $41. Divine Magic is with a lugging bit on and Winkers on at $23. Samut at $10. More Secrets at $41. And She's a Belter. The Philly is a $4 chance. Um, it's top versus bottom here. And Electric Girl, 260 into 240 already this morning. And it has roughly 20% more on it than She's a Belter. Significant that She's a Belter was $4 with Expat in the field and still $4 with Expat out of the field. And they are a long way ahead of Knight of Romance, who's the next pick. It's 10 out to 12 this morning. Fourth pick would be Samut at the two Australian bloodstock runners. It's 950 out to 10 today. We know these girls pretty well. Brad, what happens when the gate opens? We do. Significant scratching, though, with Expat, isn't it? It just takes an extra layer of speed out of the race. So you've got Lavish Girl who punches up and holds the front. I think she's the gift, jumps on. Lavish Girl's is back there and just box seats. An electric girl probably finds herself outside of the leader now, Doff. Yes. Um, this scratching of Expat is... I thought she's a builder was a good thing here until that scratching. This is a whole different race now. Um, I still like her. I think uh, she popped around there in the soft track there first up. I think she didn't have a lot of room to move. I thought she was very good. Her dry track form is impeccable. And with 53 kilos here, I think she um, she's going to go very close to winning with even luck in the running. Just that I, I would have loved the expat, lavish girl situation up front. Um, but I'm not going to weaken now. I think Cliff's art. I would have liked more of a push again. She back. She's. I've been. We've been watching her, just poking around in unsuitable races, wrong part of the track, and wet tracks. You have a look at her dry form. It's impeccable. I think she can run boldly at odds here. Electric girl. Yep, yeah, deserves a change of luck there after looking unlucky last time. Nice draw, dry track. I know she gets all the positives, and the positive, the negatives are two dollars forty. And I'll throw in four lavish girl who might come into play here. I, I, I thought she stuck on pretty good in the Silver Eagle after doing work. She's proven at fourteen hundred back to her own sex, and we'll give a sight from that good draw. But I'm all over twelve, twelve, seven, one, and four. Yeah, saw it very similar here. I've got 12, 1, 4 and 6 as my numbers and I 100% agree. I would much prefer Expat to be in the race, uh, but I'm still going to stick with her. I think maybe it just gives her the chance to park up, hopefully, a little bit closer in the run. If she can tag Electric Girl into the race, uh, then she's still going to get her chance because there are a lot of out-and-out back markets here. So maybe Willie Pike can, can just yeah get on the back of Electric Girl and be left with no excuses. Dry track key. Uh, you've got one Electric Girl. Absolutely deserves her spot at the top of the market defending her crown. One Lavish Girl. She comes into it even more so, as you referenced, Duff. Uh, does bring that different form line. And six, Charlize. Not going to drop off it just yet. Uh, she just found those conditions too treacherous there first up. Back to the trial since. Uh, she went quite well, and I expect her to bounce back. So 12, 1, 4, and 6. It's just, it's just, just an adjustment, uh, Night of Romance, or is there any money for her, Glenn? Uh, there, there was money for it, Ronnie. When we did form line on Thursday night, she was the most popular runner there. And I said, well, you know, I, I, I treat a little bit warily because... 
syndicated horses, whether they're Triple Crown, uh, Derby, My Runners, the Racing League, Australian Bloodstock, me and owners, um, I, I know this is a bit harder to work out because it's an imported horse having its first start, but uh, they're always very popular, those horses, and it's hard to actually gauge whether it's genuine money or it's just all the ownership group having something on it. I just found it strange. I just found well, it strange. She was 15, 15 on Monday, 18 Wednesday, straight into 13 uh, on by Thursday, then 12, got into as short as 10, but she's been 10 back out to 12 this morning. Just found it interesting. I'm, I'm sure I heard Chris Lee's uh, on a, in an interview somewhere during the week, and it's the only horse he, he said he's looking forward to on Saturday, and he said, oh, this um, night of romance, so, which intrigues me because he's got some shorter than it in the market here. Can I throw one more in, and maybe to you, Brad? We saw more secrets win the other day. Now, I know this is... Mm-hmm. She's up in grade, sure, but... Oh, you're the midweek kings, you pair. What's wrong with that? <laughs> well, it's the only day they go to work. <laughs> that's where... That's where... Hey, hey, did Black Booker's during the week, months in case you missed that. That's on where track, the, on, on track, on track. That's where the superstars are born. <laughs> We're on at the midweeks. <laughs> of course, they've got to start uh, somewhere. We said it the first, Ronnie, the first time, Brad. Yeah. In their, in their updates me, this morning, Australian Bloodstock have said, Night of Romance, class mare first up in Australia. She can win and is one to follow going forward. Mm, okay. Uh, but, you know, for example, they said about Ventura Ocean, classy horse and he's definitely a winning chance and worth a medium-sized each-way bet. Well, mm. they're not telling you, you know, to have a medium-sized each-way bet on Night of Romance or a good bet straight out. Bet each-way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we tipped it to you if it wins, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Back to more secrets, Hainsey. I do think she's a little shout here, $41. Um, I know she comes through... Uh, weaker grades there, but she won well last start. It was on the back of a, a lovely ride from Zach Lloyd, I must say that. But you go back to last preparation, and she was only four lengths off Bella Nipatina there on a heavy 10. So, yeah, maybe not the worst. Maybe not the worst. Is it just the 1400 we're not including Jamea? Just the only little query there, I would have thought. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's uh, let's get on to the feature. I know the features. $2 million is up for grabs. Oh, there's Darren's numbers. I, I remiss me to not give you Darren's numbers for those that want to follow Darren for the hot Danish. Four lavish girl for Darren to beat one electric girl, 10 Samut, uh, nine Divine Magic. Four, one, 10 and nine for Darren, race seven. Race eight months, the $2 million, five diamonds, set weights and penalties, five-year-olds, 1,800 metres. Yeah, more importantly, my screen's just gone to black here, and I don't like to do this. I'm going to have to read them off my phone. Uh, Righto, here we go in the five diamonds. Ellsberg is $2.60 and favourite. Laws of Indices at $3.90. Rustic Steel is out, five cents a win and five cents a place. Ayrton at $7.50. Milford at $81. New Mandate, a lugging bit on. Now a late change here, synthetic hoof filler on the off four when it pulled a shoe yesterday. It's a $21 chance. Uncle Bryn at $8. Long Villas is a $31 chance. Dyer Mill at $10. Sabak on the back up from the big dance at 19 Caesars Palace is out, no deduction. Rebel Rama at $21. And Ita on the back up from the little dance is a $34 chance. Uh, well, he's very, very popular, as you well could imagine. Uh, uh, Ellsberg, albeit 
this morning, uh, $2.50 out to $2.60. The best firm in the last 24 hours is Laws of Indices, from four sixty into $3.90, and also good support for Ayrton and the other Melbourne visitor in Uncle Bryn. Your five diamonds, Matt Brad. Ellsberg is your leader. Rebel Rama sits outside of it. Thereafter, uh, you're trying to dream up a scenario where the speed's going to be generated from. Could Ayrton stroll forward? Maybe Sabark's probably ready to, to go forward. He does have a little bit of versatility. And then you've got the likes of Ita and Milford, who are just happy to get trailing positions here, Duff. Yeah, I'm convinced Ayrton will stride forward rather than back. Um, geez, he got the short back and sides here, law of indices. Um, as far as the market's concerned, I just go with that. Uh, the Group 1 for me, I, I can't remember the last time he, he wasn't in a Group 1, to tell you the truth. So I think his run was good in the Cox Plate, and I'm just leaning to the horse that's coming back rather than going forward in distance here. So if the track's fair, I think he's going to be really powerful late here. Ellsberg, how can you knock him? He's in rare form. Maps well, just needs to run the 1800 with the 59, but um, look, he, he, he's an Epson and, and Diamond Prelude winner and a Shannon, and he ran well on the Shannon. Um, Ayrton is a big improver. Um, he's been set for this all along, gets his preferred dry track. And I'll throw in Sabark on a quick back up here. I know he had his chance the other day, but I still think he'll, he'll lift off that. 2 1 4 10. 1 4 2 12. I'm with Ellsberg. Career best form. Controls the race. He was really strong through the line there last time out, so that suggests that 1800 metres won't be an issue for Ayrton. Dead set dry tracker. He gets conditions to suit today to potentially turn the tables on Ellsberg. He has beaten Ellsberg in the past in Queensland, of course. Two laws of indices. Just the lack of speed on paper concerns me here, but there is an argument to be made that he's the best horse in the race. Uh, he certainly brings the best form lines. And 12, Rebel Rama. Don't know if she can win the race, uh, but I do think she'll run well here with on-speed favours. And she finds herself in good form, having returned really well a couple of weeks ago. 1, 4, 2 and 12. Yeah, Mark Connor's telling us earlier that uh, Rebel Rama's certainly gone to a different level. Yeah, that's the mm. case. She might just be uh, in the mix here today. Uh, Darren Flindell's numbers for the five diamonds. 10 to 5 at Rosehill Gardens. Two Laws of Indices. One Ellsberg, 10 Sabark and seven Uncle Bryn. Two, one, ten, and seven for Darren in race number eight. Race nine now, Muns, we go to third leg of the quaddy is the new Tab App Handicap, benchmark 78, Phillies and Mares, 1,100 metres. Yeah, I've got to wrap the new Tab App because that's what I'm operating on at the moment. We've got Coco Rocks here as a $3 chance, out from two seventy this morning. Per and away, out, $0.07 cents a win and $0.08 cents a place. Winning verse, out, $0.17 cents a win and $0.14 cents a place. I Am Me, favourite at $2.40. Miss J Fox on the backup. Uh, well, she never really went round last week, but it's a $19 chance. Undeniable at 41. Hypothetical out, 11 cents a win at 10 cents a place. Devil's Triangle is a $7.50 chance. Grace Bay at 41. Russ Bus out, no deduction. Ebha at $6.50. Is that right? I wrote down $10 earlier this morning. Miss mm. Ostend at $19. And Love Me Tender, Love Me Do is a $41 pop. I'd love to be able to tell you whether that's money for Ebhar, but Larry is still coming back to life here at the moment. Previously to that, uh, the favourite, I Am Me, was the most popular runner. I Am Me, Barrier 1, Brad. Tell us about that. Yeah, well, I think she's going to be thereabouts because I don't know who leads now that we've lost winning verse. Coco Rocks, uh, there was intention to lead first up, but she half-fluffed the start. That was at the midweeks and kind of got back in the ruck. So all being equal this time back, I think she probably finds the front. Ebha, I imagine she's ridden with a little bit more um, urgency in the early stages here, and IME just gets a, a lovely trailing position and gets every possible chance from there, Duff. 
Yep. Um, I think she's underrated, Coco Rocks. Um, I think she was beaten favourite first up, but that was on a heavy track, a first try on the heavy, and she's two for two on the dry. And I think she maps quite nicely here, and I think she can uh, go close. I think the danger is I am me. He's off one soft trial, but she's a talented young mare. Uh, another one suited on the dry first up, and uh, yeah, the market tells all with her. Eight, Devil's Triangle is the finisher. Uh, she suited with that if they go quick up front here and we'll be charging home. And this could be a certainty because the only horse I didn't bring up to Matt Smith this morning, undeniable, 40 to 1 chance. She uh, has, her two runs back have been hidden little runs. And I, I know she did nothing last prep with not no luck, but the previous preparation she won four or five races. So I think um, she is a little dark horse here, 1, 4, 8 and 6. Yeah, the market's got this race pretty well cornered already, doesn't it? But I'm with I and Me. You go back to that uh, effort, I think it was at Scone, Denise's Joy. There wasn't a lot between I and Me and Coco Rocks, and the same can probably be said here, but I am with I and Me. Maybe she's the one with a little bit more upside, like what she did last campaign. She won three on the bounce. She did start favourite uh, in that listed race where she wasn't too far away. So just the one soft trial, but you have to take the gamble that she's going to be ready to go here, 1,100 metres. First up, Coco Rocks, the obvious threat, eight Devils Triangle, the best of the closers, and Miss Ostend has a handy little fresh record, and maybe she's here to do something uh, first up. Four, one, eight, and 13. Okay, uh, Darren's now, not... Now, Brad, are you yes. Miss Ostend, which is number 12, or you are Love Me Tender, number 13? Number 12. Mm. Oh, so I sent through the 12. wrong number here, have I? Yeah. Lucky, lucky someone's checking the you checkers. Watch, you watch Love Me Tender rattle home into fourth. That's right. That's Miss, right. Uh, so Miss Ostend, number 12 in there for fourth for Brad's numbers. Darren's with one Coco Rocks to beat four I Am Me, eight Devil's Triangle, and five Miss J Fox, one four. Eight and five in race nine for Darren. Race ten months, we finish off with the Revan handicap. Last of the day, a benchmark 78 over the 1,400 metres. Yeah, equation here. The toppy with the cross noseband off at $23. Starman waiting for the rider there. It's a $9 chance. Ton of grit at $11. Uh, Bella Rouge, uh, $3.40. That price makes it favourite. More secrets out, 11 cents a win and 10 cents a place. I am lethal, backing up with the shades on at $6. Arna Kerr at $5.50. Cinque Torre at $19. Olympic legend at $31. Spangler is a $10 chance. Akasawa out, $0.07 cents a win and $0.08 cents a place. Danish Prince out, runs earlier, $0.02 cents a win and $0.01 cents a place. Short Shorts at $10. Timphonus is out, $0.02 cents a win and $0.01 cents a place. Diva Bella at 21 And Bahamut is out, it runs earlier. Uh, most popular runner here is Arna Kerr in the last. And uh, the firm in the last 20 minutes has been I Am Lethal. With the shades on 7.50 into 6. The map in the last, Brad. All right, you've got Short Shorts leading. Olympic legend uh, gets the drag across the city outside. I think Equation is probably positively ridden there with Ellen Hennessy doing the steering. Cinque Torre not far away. And the likes of Diva Bella and Starman just holding their positions. Yep, agree with that. I think if she get, can just slot in with some cover here, she might be too good from um, Bella Rouge. She needed the run first up. Um, look, I think... Uh, back to us from an 88 to a 78 here, second up, and uh, I think she has to be in the finish. Old mate Arna Kerr, um, he was, I don't know whether he had a setback after winning first up because he was brilliant there, and his trial's good enough, so I think um, we should treat him with respect, and that market has got me in with him to think, well, he might be in order. Um, uh, I am lethal. 
Yeah, he has to deliver today. Um, otherwise, he has to be binned. And Starman is another big improver just with the draw, getting the right run. I'm four, seven, six, and two. I'm with Arnica here. Uh, pay the believers. Just turn up in the same vein of form as in August, please, Arnica. Uh, it was fantastic, wasn't he? 1,400 metres, fresh, just parked midfield and rattled off a huge finish. So I think fresh 1,400 metres might be his go now. I don't think it's any coincidence that he, all three of his career wins have come first up. Uh, I know John Dubois kind of was testing him out over a little bit further, 2,000 metres, 1,800 metres, but... Maybe this is his right distance range now and he can hold that form. For Belarus, uh, Duff made the, the point as to why she's hard to beat, just as, as to overcome that tricky draw. But 1,200 metres was a touch too sharp. First up, back in grade, out in trip, dry deck, a lovely setup for her. I am lethal in the mix with the shades on. Two of his three career wins have been in the blinkers, so that could be significant. And two, Starman does look ready to improve now third up. Seven, four, six, and two. Okay, last of the day here. And uh, looking at Darren Flindell's numbers for race 10 at Rose Hill Gardens with number 10, Spangler. At good odds to beat four, Belarouche, 13 short shorts. And number six, I am lethal. 10-4, 13-6 for Darren in the 10th and last. At about a minute to nine, Ron, uh, recap your best. What are you keenest on for the gardens today? Uh, look, a couple of these favourites early in the day I think are likeable. Race four, number seven, Naval Seal, the best. Next best, race three, number three, King Frankel. Beautiful. Thank you, Ron. We'll let you get to Rose Hill and we'll speak. Uh, well, we'll do it from Newcastle next weekend. Yep, thanks, guys. Good on you. Ron Duff, is he there? Uh, Brad, your best in value on the day? Uh, in the hot Danish for me. So race seven, number 12, she's a belter, the three-year-old. I think she can get the job done. And the best value comes up in the last. Race 10, number seven, Arnica. Beautiful. See you during the week. Good man. Thanks, guys. Excellent. Brad Gray there. Thanks to Ron and Brad. And um, Munns, uh, how are you travelling IT-wise there? Uh, he's just uh, coming back to life, Richard. Uh, there's about, uh, it says filed transfer bites. It's at, uh, I don't like the sound of that. No, no, no. It's at 500 million at the moment. It's got to get to a billion. So he's about halfway, he's about halfway through. Beautiful.